the glory days are here to say the 80s horror show. Take a stroll down memory lane, it's time to start the show. The gory days, the gory days, the gory days, the gory days. The gory days. Welcome to the gory days, the show where we take a stroll down memory the gory days, 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 the I'm trying something a little bit different. I want to try something a little different today. Instead of talking about a specific movie, I want to do, uh, for an hour, I want to do a quickie. Just a quick little thought session, freewheeling, no research really, just off the top of the dome, about uh, some horror news recently that I guess is uh, somewhat related, but it's it's great and I want to support it and I want to shine a little spotlight And so as long as I have this soapbox of a podcast, The Gory Days, I'm going to say whatever I want. It's my show. You have to suffer through it. Or unsubscribe. I dare you. (laughs) No, please don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be good. I'll be good. Um... There's been a lot of movie news. I wouldn't be surprised if you've forgotten with all of the Birds of Prey and Eternals and, um... Batman, and gosh, it can't all be comic news. Maybe that's just all that's on my radar that's telling. Uh, But what's also on my radar is a couple of new movie trailers that came out recently that uh, one is a pleasant surprise. Well, not really a surprise. One is one that I've been looking forward to for a while now, and the other one is bizarre. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll start with the uh, bizarre one right off the bat is, have you guys seen the trailer for Spiral? I'm sorry, Spiral from the Book of Saw? Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't, Saw, you know Saw. Remember Saw, those movies that were coming out every Halloween, every year? It even got to a point where one of the posters was, if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. It was the franchise of the 2000s, the one with like uh, traps. It was always people getting put into like rusty chairs or like having their fingers pushed through, uh, nails or knives sliding around their face or acid jars with keys or bone. Yeah. Anyway, you get it. Uh, that movies, those movies, if you don't know them, that's, I can't help you because there were, uh, eight. No. Oh my God. I think there were eight of them. Saw one, two, three, four, five, six, um, the final chapter, and 3D. Oh, my God. I think that's eight. Yeah. Did I say eight? Oh, my God. That's so many movies. And then uh, they were done. They just stopped making them. They made some video games, and they apparently made a ride in uh, an amusement park in the UK, and it was the first horror-themed uh, like roller coaster, but it fell off the face of the earth, essentially, as... Adam Wan and Lee Winnell, the original writer and director, uh, not respectively, reverse it, uh, Adam Wan was the director, Lee Winnell was the writer, have both moved on to th- different things. Adam Wan, most notably Aquaman and the Conjuring series and Insidious and uh, Annabelle. Well, that's Conjuring and all that. Um, and Lee Winnell recently directed The Invisible Man, uh, which is a, like, deformed stepchild of the failed universal dark universe uh attempt at a cinematic universe with the mummy do you guys do you remember the mummy with not with brendan fraser not with boris karloff uh 
but with um, Tom Cruise. I, I, I'll forgive you if you don't remember that, but I won't forgive you if you don't remember Saw because it was part of the zeitgeist. It was in the, the world. It was every Halloween. It must be Saw. So all these movies came out, and then it just fell off. And now it's back, but it's called Spiral instead of Saw, but because it's a little too vague for people to understand what Spiral is a reboot of, they have to put in the subtitle, From the Book of Saw. <laughs> Who's they, you might wonder? <laughs> well, if you know, if you've seen the trailer, you know it's Chris Rock. Yeah, that Chris Rock. Chris Rock, the comedian from um, Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2 and better movies. Uh, but for the sake of argument, I'm only going to use those two. <laughs> he's a comedian, but I guess he's somehow gotten attached uh, to this Lionsgate franchise saw it, it, it's not a reboot it's a sequel it's a sequel taking place after like long after the events of saw and it's got samuel l jackson which is a treat because you know that there's uh an mf bomb waiting for you and sure enough in the trailer it ends with him saying you want to play games motherfucker <laughs> which is like oh it's so bizarre and it's it's interesting because it is the first of two examples that I'm going to use here of um I don't I don't want to be too haughty with my whatever I'm just gonna say like a recent renaissance of black horror notably because of Jordan Peele and Get Out and Us which guide I still haven't seen I gotta see Us and I'm Sure, I'm blanking on some other movies, but those are the biggest ones. Those are the two big examples that are pioneering in this uh, these these new movies where, like, I don't want to read too much into it. I'm sure someone will write a paper about it, and I'm certainly not an authority on, uh, uh, well, I feel like I'm an authority on movies and themes, so as far as that, I can speak to it. What, what I can speak to is, historically, black people in horror cinema are the first to die, and that's pretty much only subverted and when it's like lampshaded in a big way or like uh, made fun of or acknowledged in the movie in kind of a tongue-in-cheek way like uh, Scream or some of those parody scary movies and such. Or it's like the point, it's not the point of the movie, but it's, it's I hate to say it, it's like a full of black people. If it's like, a mainstream cinema movie, then there's usually a lot of white people, a couple black people, and they die. And it's a shame. But in Get Out and Us, that is totally... He, he Jordan Peele gives us a uh, perspective. Did he direct... I think he directed Us. Or maybe he just produced it. But either way, he, he, he gave uh, people the tools and the opportunities to make these movies uh, that simultaneously directly... Uh, speak to race and racial politics and what it is like to be a black person, ma uh, male or female, in society, in American society, and uses that to tell horror, to tell a horror story, which, you know, like, <laughs> there's always an argument that uh, horror is colorblind, that a monster in the dark doesn't care what color you are, uh, it just, or what country you're from, it wants to kill you and eat you. And there's still a platform and an opportunity to represent, like, that's what some, if not a lot of, black people feel like 
anyway sometimes is that like there is a monster that's going to get them whether it's i don't know a scared old lady with a with 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 protection or god the goddamn police uh yeah so with this movie trailer so far it's funny Chris Rock, the comedian, is attached to this, and I wonder if it is a like you see these comedians sometimes will pivot. I, I wish I had an example when I started this, but will sometimes pivot toward another genre. They'll reinvent themselves. Uh, oh, like uh, Robin Williams doing his uh, more serious movies where he's got a beard, or even like um, those horrors where he was in uh, Insomnia, or, or that's a thriller, but um, One Hour Photo. Or Jim Carrey, who, you know, has gone back to comedy at this point, but was definitely falling away from it with uh, that smaller part in Simon Birch, The Majestic, and uh, Jim, not Jim and Andy, uh, the documentary that that's based on, or the movie that that documentary is based on, which is Man on the Moon, uh, which, you know, is still a comedy story, but it was a tour de force for him. Or, um, now nah, Truman Show is still kind of a comedy, but, you know, it started to show us, <laughs> look how much I love Jim Carrey. So, from what I've heard, I remember reading back in the trades, uh, in Variety, if I remember correctly, that Chris Rock uh, signed this deal, <laughs> I'm sure it's just a rumor or hearsay, but that he was at, like, a party, um, as these Hollywood, you know, celebrities and uh, producers and writers, and, well, maybe not writers, <laughs> but as you do, and I guess he was introduced to... Uh, some producers from Lionsgate, maybe even the uh, president, what is it, Kevin Beggs? Well, he's Lionsgate TV, but anyway, was introduced to somebody there, and uh, he, he you know, was like, oh, Chris, uh, these are blank and blank from Lionsgate. And Chris took a pause and then said, oh, Lionsgate, the Saw guys. And they were like, yeah, yeah, Saw having been the thing that like revived Lionsgate and turned it into a horror production company instead of just a movie production company that really didn't know what it was doing. And I guess like months go by and Chris Rock gets a call from the Lionsgate guys and they go, do you want to produce a Saw movie? <laughs> and Chris Rock goes, yeah, well, sure, why not? <laughs> what I'm surprised though is that he's also starring in it. That seems so bizarre. Uh, I feel like there's there's like a period that he skipped of transition where we can uh, accept that he's no longer a comedian, but now a producer of horror, but now he's an actor in horror as well. I feel like there's going to be some suspension of disbelief that's that's hard to ignore, but in the trailer, I got to say, with the Samuel L. Jackson, uh, <laughs> you want to play games, motherfucker, I feel like it's going. the comedy, the humor is still going to be in there. And this new movie, Spiral, from the Book of Saw, is going to be a dark comedy, dare I say black comedy. Um, I really don't have that much to go off of, just that one trailer, but I'm, I'm excited for it because I, I haven't done it yet on this uh, podcast, but I've been wanting to for a while. I've been wanting to do like a Saw series because I love those movies. I, there was a part, there was a point of, there was a point in time that a part of me wanted them to make like an animated series or a TV show or something just because I loved the traps and I wanted more traps, more like, uh, ironic twists of fate and traps. <laughs> I, I was a sucker for it. Um, I still am. That's why I started this podcast. Moving on to the other movie that had a trailer recently. So you can go back and listen to a past episode of this podcast because it's Candyman. 
Jordan Peele is not directing this one. I know for sure he's producing it, but he is the uh, he's the reason that this is getting rebooted. And this also actually isn't a reboot; it's a sequel again. Candyman, for those of you who haven't seen, is a movie about the slums in Chicago having and the people there being haunted by a spirit from uh, like the eighteen. I don't know. From a time where there were slaves because he was a slave and he was uh, stuffed with bees and burned alive. Or no, no, no. He was slathered in honey and then bees were sicked on him and then they burned him. uh, And now he's a spirit in Cabrini Green, which is a real housing complex in Chicago uh, in the United States, in Illinois. Duh. But that story and the original director and everything involved with that original film, as I've mentioned in the episode, once again, you can go back and listen to, is was white. And that's uh, interesting because he Candyman is one of the only black antagonists in the 80s in horror. I, I cannot name a second one right now, but Candyman stands at the top. And uh, in my research, I've read uh, articles and interviews about how that was so important to introduce. Not only is the black person in the movie not, you know, going to die or whatever. They're the bad guy. They're the actual villain and how important that was for representation's sake. And I really don't think they were thinking about it. I think they just wanted a scary actor. And uh, that plus Tony Todd's original performance resulted in, I think, three uh, sequels, two, three, and four. But the point is that Jordan Peele, who, as I mentioned, made Get Out and Us and also produced The Twilight Zone, but I digress, he got his teeth into the Candyman property ip i wasn't sure who owned it uh, i'm not sure who owned it and has revitalized it along with this director to uh bring it to modern day and if you haven't seen the trailer i highly invite you to look up uh candy man the poster alone god when i first saw it it's that hook it's his hook the i forgot to mention that they chop off his hand and jam like a meat hook into it it's so ridiculous and over the top but that movie's so fun and they're taking so like the, the myth of Candyman is that if you stand in front of a mirror and turn the lights off and say his name five times, he'll appear and kill you. And, you know, it's reminiscent of Bloody Mary or um, some some other, like, you know, kids dare games. <laughs> it gives me chills uh, talking about it right now. I had to pull up the trailer again because it had been a while since I'd seen it and I wanted it to be fresh. But surely if you heard of this, like right now if this is the first time you heard it there's some visceral small part of you that wants to try it like you know it's not gonna happen you know nothing bad is gonna happen but there's there's some part of your lizard brain that wants to tempt that fate that wants to look over the cliff and wonder what might happen if you jumped obviously you would die but still it's like ooh, but what what would that what might happen? <laughs> I don't know what it is. So uh, it's interesting. It's like this photographer guy who is going back to Cabrini Green and talking with people about Candyman. And once again, this is just a trailer. This is all we have to go off of. But uh, it seems like the guy, the photographer guy, becomes maybe a little bit obsessed with Candyman. And uh, the trailer kind of spoils it. I guess he's becoming Candyman. 
that wasn't really a thing as far as I remember in the first one. Maybe it was a thing in the second, third, or fourth. But in this one, it seems like the, the photographer from the beginning of the trailer is Candyman by the end of it. It's interesting. Another thing that they've done that they're doing pretty persistently in the trailer is instead of having Candyman actually appear and slaughter people like in the original movie, Tony Todd would actually show up and do the killing. It seems like they're using the, <laughs> it's a shame, Lee Winnell's invisible man tactic of like, oh, people are floating or they're getting uh, choked uh, up against the wall or they're getting dragged by their leg and their, their legs are floating up in the air. These cool effects, these cool practical effects uh, that honestly, God, seem really scary. Because think about it: how scary would an invisible assailant be? Not to mention a ghost, bee-covered man monster with a hook hand. <laughs> but it's interesting. It's an interesting, unique take, and I am always for that. And it's funny. I had no idea when I started talking about these two movies how much they had in common. But I'm really excited. I'm really excited for Spiral from the Book of Saw, and I'm really excited for Candyman. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, like Halloween, the series Halloween started with the first movie. John Carpenter is obviously called, I'm sorry, James. No, yeah, John Carpenter. Halloween is called Halloween, obviously. But they did a reboot recently uh, that I guess is supposed to be the direct sequel to that original movie from 1982 or 79, whatever. Uh, Halloween. So instead of being called Halloween 2, it's called Halloween. So <laughs> according to that movie with a uh, older Jamie Lee Curtis, who's like a badass and uh, um, ready to take down the, the monster Michael Myers with her like trap house or whatever, it goes Halloween and then Halloween. <laughs> and that's the case with, with Candyman. Now... If you skip Candyman 2, 3, and 4, which I don't know if you're supposed to, but I would prefer to, the, the viewing order would be Candyman followed by Candyman. <laughs> it's so funny when movies do this with their reboots, but um, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a candy fan. <laughs> uh, that's it for the gory days. Uh, like I said, this was going to be a short one and a different one where I talk about more current events. Uh, I'll be back next week with a normal movie. And who knows after that? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Stay scary out there. Have a gory day.